Welcome to the Talkman Radio Show Live. I'm your host. I'm the Talkman here to talk about fantasy football this week. And this week we have uh, some interesting news we're going to go over. And it's pre-draft. It's all pre-draft. Since next Friday, we're going to be talking about the, the, the first round of the draft. And the second round of draft wouldn't have started yet. We're talking, we're going to do, uh, all, we're going to go over some of these uh, mock first round drafts. And there's kind of a theme going on there. We're going to go over that. Um, we're going to go over some of the players that, just like last year, um, they had Mac Jones going to uh, New England. That was kind of the consensus. Um, and Najee Harris going to Pittsburgh, which both worked out. And uh, you're kind of seeing the same things here uh, in terms of wide receiver. Well, in terms of quarterback, running back. And wide receivers, but the, but the wide receivers are all over the map. And who's going to benefit next year in fantasy football? We're, that's well, that's what we're here to talk about. Is there Jamar Chase in there? I don't know. They don't come across. They don't come along very often. Those guys. Uh, so uh, you know, keep your fingers crossed, especially if you're going to draft one of these guys. But uh, besides that, uh, we've got plenty more stuff to, to talk about this week. Uh, but before we do that, twelve out sports for these guys. Look at these guys. Look at these guys right here. Uh, 12OutSportsRadio.com. That's where you can find the schedule. Uh, you can get a little donate button down here somewhere. Uh, we got to update some of this stuff. It's a little old. <laughs> but uh, that's where you can find if you want to listen to the show uh, right here on 12 Outs Sports. You can do that. You can also check us out on uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. That You can find all the shows there. Just going nonstop. And uh, the Talkman Radio Show Live, you can catch me here every Friday, 6 p.m. You know the deal. Uh, 6 p.m., we're going to talk about fantasy football every week. Uh, we stream only on 12 Out Sports. But don't forget to subscribe to Talkman Radio on YouTube, Parlor Odyssey, and friend us on MeWe. Like I said, we're uh, last year we kind of moved over to this, and then we got rid of some of those. Uh, we still have the YouTube channel for Talkman Radio. Um, but we got off of some of the other ones. And now we're trying these out. But we might change these up too. It's a very, very fluid situation here. Not gender fluid, just fluid. Um, and that's it for that. So, one uh, of the show, uh, like I said, we're talking about Debo Samuel. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to be one of the top wide receivers taking. He's probably going to be a top five receiver taken. You know, Cooper Cup. Uh, people probably still t- take Devontae Adams. Uh, Tyreek Hill will probably still take. Uh, Jamar Chase. But then you're getting into, you know, Debu Samuel range. I mean, ain't nobody taking Calvin Ridley. I know that. Um, but uh, he's having some problems over there. We're going to talk about that. And what, what, really? Yeah, you went to the Pro Bowl this year. I, I can't do it. Uh, so let's 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 talk about that. We're we're gonna get into that um, uh, a little bit. And uh, like I said, we're gonna talk about the fantasy football. Um, we're gonna talk about the the draft and the fantasy football implications because there's a lot of, uh, from what I'm seeing in these mock drafts, there's quarterbacks going. They they got I've got three of them up. We're gonna go over all three of them. Some of them have similar guys. Some of them are just out there. Um, but we'll see. We'll see who's right and who's wrong. I, I think I got like like two right last year. The rest are all wrong. I went, I went nuts. Um, and plus, like I, like I tell you every week, there's not much I know about. I mean, I, I look at the scouting reports and where they go, where, where they go and how good the, the system is they run there, how good the coaching there is, has something to do with how good they're going to be. Talent helps too. But like I said, a lot of these guys, yeah. It's similar talents, just you know, coaching and what's up here is what separates them. Um, but we're going to talk about uh, the first round of the draft because by next week, that's all we'll have to talk about. Then, don't worry. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about the draft and where they're going to go. We're going to have top fives, top tens, who to draft, who to look out for, who to watch for. But for now, we're doing pre-draft. Uh, but first, we're going to do Debo Samuel, and I want to talk about that because I had him on my team, and uh, you know he did benefit from that. But even before we do that, before we do that, 
Uh, everyone knows you can find my show and dozens of other shows right here on 12 Ounce Sports. But did you know there's a ton of live sports on the network as well? Watch live football, baseball, hockey, lacrosse, racing, basketball, and more right here on 12 Ounce Sports. Uh, also, check us out on Zingo TV. That's channel 761. Quench your sports thirst when you're doing it. Uh, and don't forget, go right down at the bottom. Uh, oh, okay. Then I thought it was coming up, but it wasn't. Uh, when you go into Amazon, go check us out and help us out here on 12 Out Sports. When you're heading online, use 12outsportsnetwork.com backslash Amazon and get shopping. And help us out when you do that. You're still going to get your stuff. And I can say, is that what that talk man guy is when I'm sending them shit? Uh, no, they'll send you everything, and you it should arrive just fine. Uh, that's 12OutSportsNetwork.com backslash Amazon. When you're shopping, to help us out. 12OutSportsNetwork.com uh, backslash Amazon. So thank you in advance. So, now, on with the show. So, interesting. The mines are starting Tuesday. <laughs> um... So this is what, uh, this is a Bleacher Report. Debo Samuel trade request proves NFL's wide receiver running back hybrid spot won't become a trend. I don't know. It's not a trend with him. He doesn't seem to like it. But um, you're getting more touches. It shows versatility. I think this can work. And it worked out great for him. He went to the Pro Bowl. But this guy seems to think it's not going to work. There he is. And the reason I'm even talking about this is because he was on my team this year. He did well. <laughs> he did really well. Uh, helped us out, brought us to the championship game. Um, played against him in another championship game. So he he was a big part of a lot of teams making it to the end. So let's see what they have to say. Uh, in the NFL, a player's versatility makes him an invaluable asset. But how does the team quantify? Quantify a special skill set at the negotiating table. Debo Samuel's contract situation with the San Francisco 49ers may end the high usage of wide backs before it becomes a growing trend. Uh, before the 49ers played uh, their wild card postseason game against the Dallas Cowboys, Samuel answered a reporter who asked about his position. Uh, question Debo Samuel If you were to meet someone and they asked what position you played, what would you say? Wide back, wide receiver playing, running back, all pro, wide back. Okay. All smiles three months ago. Samuel means business as he goes into the final year of his rookie contract. The 49ers wideout told ESPN's Jeff Darlington that he requested a trade but didn't go into specifics about his motives. Uh, let's stop right there for a second. So now he wants a trade. After getting to a Pro Bowl, okay, I mean, he was he played he played most of his rookie year. I think he might have missed a game. He got hurt last year, uh, wasn't really you know, lighting it up, uh, got hurt seven games in, uh, or uh, played seven games last year and uh, caught 33 balls or something like that. I got his stats and we'll talk about them. Um, and then this year, boom, boom, it blows up 77 for 1407, I think. Uh, six touchdowns, and of those six touchdowns, at least. Three that I can remember. The one in the championship game, which is week 17. The one um, from Trey Lance. Uh, that was like 70 yards or 50 yards. And there was another one. I'm pretty sure there was another one that was like 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 50-something yards. So, the, the bombs that he caught... He was always, like, running free. That is, uh, you know, some of that is due to, you know, him, you know he's, you know, juking guys out. But, you know, some of that probably goes to the offensive coordinator scheming it out that way, which is huge. So, some of this, you know, some of his uh, value comes from the scheme that he's in. And that's what they're going to argue on, on the, uh, on the 49ers side. Like, okay, you want to go, you can go. We'll plug somebody else in here uh, and we'll play that. They're, they probably won't do 77 for 1407, whatever the hell it is. But we'll work with it. We also have George Kittle. We have uh, 
Elijah Mitchell, if he stays healthy, we have a good running back. We've got a new quarterback coming on the scene who's unproven, but you know we put a lot of uh, capital into him. So we've got all these guys here that we're going to go out there and play. You don't want to play? All right, then I guess, you know, um, I don't see them trading him, but I, I, I would assume that would be their argument, that we can plug and play somebody else. I don't know. Um, but for a guy who, okay, he's 26, but for a guy who just had a Pro Bowl season, and now I'm out of here because I don't want to I don't want to be a hybrid. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see getting a lot of rushing attempts could really put a snag on your uh, on your body. Uh, playing a running back, you're going to get hit. Uh, wide receivers don't get hit as much. Uh, their their, their lifespan is a lot longer. This his argument is most likely you know running the ball 56 times, and I'll pull up his stats in a second. Uh, is going to lessen my durability and my uh, ability to play long term. So I, I guess those would be the arguments. But let's see what uh, uh, I just see as you know. You have a Pro Bowl season now. All right, I want I, I want to get out of here. I think he's angling for a new contract, which I, I, that would be my guess. And no, I'm not, I'm not going to stay. I want to get traded. Well, what if we give you a new contract? Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll talk. We'll talk about it. A couple hours after the news broke, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero provided possible reasons for why the 26-year-old might want out of San Francisco on the Rich Eisen's on the Rich Eisen's show. Yeah, it sounds like there's multiple layers to this, but certainly one of them is Debo Samuel wants to be a receiver and not a receiver running back. His rush attempts were significantly up last season from where they had been in the past. We all know he's a really, really physical player, uh, but there probably are some concerns about his long, long, longevity. Longevity. Yeah. Can't read today. The counterpoint to that, of course, is that part of the reason Debo Samuel is so valuable is because he's versatile. Yeah. <laughs> In the big picture, it sounds like the role is part of the reason that Debo wants to play someplace else where he may just be able to be a true wide receiver and potentially tack on some years to his career. Okay, I can see uh, the argument, but. Uh, uh, Would they take a... Uh, well, okay. Let's take a look. So this is... Uh, first season, he missed a game. 57 for 802. 14 point. That's a big That's a big one. I like when you see uh, those big numbers there in terms of uh, catch average. Uh, he had a long 42. Caught three touchdowns. Uh, he's not really a touchdown guy in, in the air, although he does catch bombs. Um, but this is a good start, his rookie year. This is a very good start. 17 plays plus 20 yards. He was the deep threat. He caught one for 40, for 40 plus yards. So, I mean, that's pretty good. I got no problem with that. His first year, uh, he ran the ball 14 times for 159 yards for three more touchdowns. Okay. So six touchdowns year one. Uh, year two got banged up. Uh, again, you know, his rushing, everything was down. His, wide, his uh, receptions were down, uh, and then he got hurt, and that was the end of him. So uh, year two is kind of a scratch, but year three busts out onto the scene. 77 for 1405, which is huge. It's almost 20 yards a catch, 18.3. Um, six touchdowns. With all those yards, six touchdowns, you should be getting more. Uh, 59 rushing attempts for 6.2 yards, uh, 49 yard uh, long, and eight touchdowns. Uh, brings him to 14 touchdowns and like 1,700 and something yards. So uh, the, the way they used him made him a pro bowler. I get his, okay, I want to be. Now, would he take a lesser role and, and would he take lesser attempts here? Is, is, you know, okay, I don't want to run the ball 60 times. 60 times is, uh, what? Well, times 17, that's three and uh, like an extra one here or there. Like three to four rushing attempts a game. Um, you know, like I said, like I said before, the signing of J.J. McLeod is, is a little bit of a, because he was the kind of the, the, the gadget guy over there. He might be the guy that comes in and takes some of these attempts away from, from uh, Debo Samuel. 
Uh, they like to run crazy things in the offense, get running backs out there. They want to run the ball. This is a running team. They run the ball to wide receivers. They're going to run the ball to quarterback once Trey Lance takes over. Uh, they have Elijah Mitchell back there. They have Jeff Hasty back there and uh, Jeff Wilson back there. They have all these guys back there. They're ready to run the ball, and the wide receivers go out there and make their uh, uh, make their big plays, and that's how the offense works. So if he if he can negotiate running the ball less and using other options back there. I mean, you got to admit, the guy runs the ball pretty well, so we they want to keep him in there somewhat, maybe cut it in half. We take 30. We you take 30 to 40 rushing attempts per year. Um, you'd have to negotiate that out. I mean, I get his point. Um, you know, you get the ball and you get smashed uh, in terms of, and, and he's a wide receiver, with, I mean, he's got some size. He's got good running back size there. Six foot two fifteen. You know, he's not a little guy. Like I think Ray Ray McLeod is 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 like five nine one ninety or something like that. So he's he, you know he doesn't have the bulk that this guy has. Um, so it's 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 interesting. So let's let's keep going. Same as versatility, which 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan masterfully used the team's advantage. Yes. Uh, this guy, you know, don't forget about that guy. Made every cause a split if San Francisco doesn't tone down the wide out usage in the run game. In 2021, he racked up 1,770 yards, 14 touchdowns from scrimmage, and earned his first all-pro nod. He led the team in catches, receiving yards, rushing touchdowns. Of his 59 carries or 360 uh, Five yards, 21 resulted in first downs. Uh, same as there's the wide lead wide receiver and all you're their most reliable running back in critical situations and moves the chains on the ground uh, as a pass catcher. 72 total first downs. Shanahan also featured him in the red zone. He scored eight of 14 touchdowns within 20, uh, 20 yards of the goal line. Uh, backfield, 116. Slot, 5239. Uh, Wide, 591, kick returns, uh, 16. They, yeah, they, yeah, they use this guy all over the place. So uh, I think what they're... What, all right, well, let's keep going. Uh, there's his numbers. He did it all. So he probably won't uh, play another stat until the team that uh, he's compensated for. Okay. So, yeah. And now they get into this. Now that it's, um, it's unknown what kind of contract talks the 49ers Samuel had, but we can imagine what they'd be like. Samuel would likely want to be paid more. Then most top wide receivers for all for its all-purpose dominance based on the recent explosion, and here's where we get into it. Uh, wide receiver market rejected new contract numbers. Let's take a look at the biggest deals for wideouts over the past few weeks. You start out with Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, four years, $72 million. It's not even close to what Debo Samuel uh, could get. Devontae Adams, he's done it. He's got a pedigree. Uh, he's got a history of doing it. I can see why he got that. He, uh, on the other end, he's not gonna, he shouldn't get that much. Tyree Kill, again, same deal, shouldn't get that much. Stephon Diggs, same deal, uh, a little older to a lesser extent, four years. Um, now, I don't see that. I don't see him. I mean, this would be, what is that, 14? No, 14, 24? 24 million? 24 million. Um, that's a lot. 24 million for a wide receiver. But, you know, if you're going to bring him in and give him 20 million, you're going to run the ball for us or what? You know, if, if that's the, the issue. Um, Christian Kirk. <laughs> Talk to people around the league who referenced Kirk's deal in connection with to the rapidly growing wide receiver. It's Christian Kirk's fault. What happened to Kirk is 100% the issue. <laughs> How much Kirk got really bolted the money. It was huge for Adams and Hill to get those historic deals, put more pressure on the club to make sure they meet the, uh, those needs. Uh, none of the four wide receivers cashed in over the past month provided a significant impact on the ground, which set Samuel apart from them. He certainly produced at a level that commensurate with a deal that averaged twenty to twenty-five million dollars. No one, not even the four ers can ever argue against that perspective, which leads. Us to uh, ESPN, NFL, Adam, uh, insider Adam Schefter's thoughts about the contract standoff before Samuel's trade request came to light. San Francisco would pay Debo Samuel today, tomorrow, the next day. It's hard to figure 
out what the contract would look like. We've seen some of the top numbers in the league. This, I think, right now, if you were saying not wanting to get a deal done, it's not San Francisco not wanting to do the deal. The 49ers are ready. Steve Samuel is the one who has put a halt on everything for now. Um, so, uh, and uh, like I said, running backs, uh, his issues, and I get it. Um, Cordell Patterson, the, 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 the Cordell Patterson and Samuel kind of doing the same thing, being hybrids. And he did well. He went to the, I think he went to the Pro Bowl. Um, even you know, has decoys, blah, blah, blah. So, all right. So what we're looking at here is, um, does he want to get traded? Does he want to get traded to a team that's going to use him as a wide receiver? If you go to a team that gets you, that's going to use him as a wide receiver and drastically reduce his, his, his uh, getting the ball in the backfield. And he lined up in the back. They, they, they just show, I just showed you the stats, how many times he was in the backfield. 116 times he was in the backfield. <laughs> uh, now, he didn't get the ball those, uh, all those times, but uh, he did run the ball about half those times. So uh, it's interesting to see where they're going with this. Um if he goes to another team, he will not uh, meet his draft status. He'll be the number one receiver they're talking about, you know, uh, but he won't because he won't go to a team and run the ball. He's just going to be a wide receiver. And part of his, uh, and you just showed, I just showed you with the stats. Part of his usefulness, he had more rushing touch, he had more touchdowns on the ground than he did through the air. That's an issue. So, here's some of the trade requests. Um, if he does go somewhere, it's not gonna, it's, it's not gonna help his draft status. Let somebody else draft him and try and figure out who the next Debo Samuel on the 49ers is gonna be. Uh, but here's some of the guys, we'll just go through this real quick because we're already 22 minutes in. Uh, the Jets, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, the Colts, uh, we'll, Matt Ryan uh, and Michael Pittman Jr. And don't forget uh, Jonathan Taylor. That would be helpful. Uh, but I don't see them, uh, I, I don't see him having the same impact on the Colts as he would the 49ers. He's not going to have the same impact on any other team except maybe the Patriots. And that's if the Patriots, well, no, not even the Patriots because they get rid of Josh McDaniel. Um, he's not going to have the same impact on any other team that does with the 49ers. Uh, Green Bay, even with Green Bay, even with Rodgers throwing to him, no. Kansas City, um, no. Although I think he would be, he would be good here and good with the Packers. He would immediately be the number one guy and uh, um, be, Aaron Rodgers is you know, top guy to go to. Um, probably here too uh, with the Chiefs. The Falcons, no, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, that's not going to work. The Patriots, no, uh, I don't see him doing that. Uh, the Eagles, forget it, forget it. They're a running team. They want this guy to, they're going to want this guy to run the ball. And I think that's a sticking point. The Pittsburgh Steelers already have two wide receivers, so no. The Saints have Michael Thomas, uh, so no. Um, I don't think they would, they would work well uh, together. I mean, we'll see what happens with uh, Alvin Kamara. But, uh, and plus, they don't have the same coach there now. Detroit Lions, what? Maybe, just to you know, get somebody in there with some juice. But, again, well, Jared Goff thrown to you. I'll take Jimmy G or Jared Goff all day. So, uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, there's the odds. 49ers are the, are, are the odds on favor. The Jets, don't ask where the Jets came from. The Eagles, no. Patriots, maybe. You got the Bears in there. These crazy teams together. The Ravens, maybe. The Chiefs, the Bucks. They, I guess they have to give a number to all the teams, but some of these teams, ain't, uh, uh, some of these teams are bullshit, to be honest with you. 
all three of those NFC 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 West teams are the last. They ain't trading any of those. So, uh, eh, that's how that looks. Uh, we'll get into the mock drafts next, but uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. And if he does go somewhere, he's going to lose a lot of uh, fancy value because he's not going to be. Um, it's not going to be the same. You're not going to be in the same offense. You're not going to have, uh, especially if you don't have guys there that are scheming to get you. I mean, the, the, go look at his highlights from this year. Did some of those catches that he made, and he run, he's just standing there. He catches it. There's nobody around. So, okay, he got away from the guy, but some of that scheming, too. You're going to leave this guy. You get it? You know what I'm saying? If he, if he leaves this team, you can't. I wouldn't draft him. Um, I wouldn't draft him very high. So uh, that's it for that. So, uh, my bookie. My bookie. You want to get get any action? You want to be responsible when you get in on the action. You know, you know what action I'm talking about. Not this, but that. And you know. Uh, if you want to responsibly get in on the action, head over to mybookie.ag and use the promo code 12OutSports. That's 12OZSports, all caps, no spaces. When signing up for the deposit bonus. First time users only. That's mybookie.ag. Promo code 12OutSports. All caps, no spaces. Always gamble responsibly. You gotta be responsible when you gamble. You can't be a maniac. Don't be a maniac. Unless you're going to Zingo TV. Zingo TV. Check, it, check out Zingo TV. It's free. Please use the promo code 12Outs120Z. Uh, it really helps out when you do that. 12OutSports is channel 761. Plus they have other actual... Uh, sports channels, music channels, and a bunch of other stuff. You gotta go check it out and see what you like. It's free. Zingotv.com. Use the promo code 12 ounce 120 z when you get online. Zingotv.com. Check it out. So we are almost halfway through. Let's get into some of these mock drafts. We'll try and get through this as quick as possible. Oh, see how quick I went through that? I'm already at the end. So uh, what we're gonna do here is we're not going in. I, I would. Next week, we'll do um, a thing of the whole first round. And I'll see mostly the offensive players, but I'll give you uh, some idea on some of, the, some of the defensive players, especially some of these teams' multiple first-round picks that are going to pick multiple defensive players, how that impacts, uh, the, the, how it may impact some of, the, uh, some of the defenses, especially ones with new defensive coordinators that are up-and-coming or – have some uh, some skill set bringing guys that like um, like Seattle used to do. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we'll talk about it. If it pops its head up, we'll talk about it. Um, but for the most part, we're going to talk about offensive players. We'll get into some of the offensive linemen because that seems to be a big uh, part of all these mocks. Offensive linemen going very early. Uh, this draft does not seem to be... There's nobody in this draft that comes... Just stands out. Uh, that's why uh, we keep seeing the number one pick flipping, flipping and flopping from Hutchinson to Walker. So uh, let's get into this. Uh, so they've got these guys going first. This, uh, this kid from Michigan going right to Detroit. Uh, then we got offensive tackles going, edge rushers, and this was done a couple days ago, April nineteenth. This is you know pretty recent. Uh, it's three days old. Uh, so four picks in, we're not getting any offensive players. Five picks in, offensive linemen, and boom. Okay, so they're going with Kenny Pickett at um, the sixth pick with Carolina. So is this possible? Yes. Yes, this is easily possible. They don't have a quarterback over there. So uh, they, if they consider him, um, and like it says right here, Pickett's meeting with the Panthers. Last week went really well. In fact, all the QB prospects meeting with Carolina did with only one other pick in the top 140. I think Panthers take their QB of choice, hold their nose, and deal with any draft day critiques uh, suggesting they reached with this selection. Uh, maybe uh, this is uh, a very strong possibility. Uh, we'll see what happens in six days. But let's look at Kenny Pickett. I think I have him. Yes, I do. So... 6'3", 217. He's got the little hands. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, they have him an anti, as an anti-Dalton kind of player. Um, throws for a lot of yards. Good touchdown-interception ratio. Uh, 
you know, a lot of this stuff, I mean, he's got the size, 6'3", 217, a little light, but that, that's fine. Um, he's got the size, played at Pitt, played against, you know, decent competition. Um, a lot of the stuff, the, the, the game's all played up here, though. The game is all played up there. So you got to be able to, to think on your feet. Back to this. So, as I tell you every year before we do this, I mean, broken record. Ugh. Bill Parcells rules to drafting quarterbacks for this class. Uh, as you know, three-year starter, be a senior, graduate from college, start 30 games, win 23, post 2-1 to one touchdown interception ratio, Complete at least 60% of your passes. Can you pick it? Boom, boom, boom. Yes, 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 yes. 81 to 32, 62% of his passes, 7 for 7 uh, pick. So in terms of Bill Parcells, his criteria uh, says uh, Kenny Pickett is, and I know it's not an exact science, but um, it's something to use. And you know, are you that guy? Yell that. I can't argue with him. He's huge. <laughs> so, he's from Jersey. So, you're not going to argue with Bill Parcells. Go with Kenny Pickett. Uh, we'll see what happens. He would probably be, uh, he would be drafted in your fantasy league, most likely. Um, there's some weapons over there. Uh, he would be a late round pick. But it's possible he could, he could be helpful. But we're looking at Kenny Pickett here, going to the Carolina Panthers. And Jets take him, offensive lineman, cornerback, and here we go. We're starting with the wide receivers. Here with the Jets. The Jets are how many wide receivers is the Jets gonna take? Well, let's see what they got about Jameson Williams. Let's talk about Jameson Williams a little bit. Maybe. Okay, there we go. He's Will Fuller clone, as they as they say. Kinda like that. Will Fuller, Will Fuller's pretty fast, dude. <laughs> that dude's pretty fast. So is that why they're uh, calling him a Will Fuller clone? Let's see. Let's see about the, what they say about the speed. If he's got the speed, uh, I think we're good. But, yeah, we, I guess we don't, we don't need to see that because uh, they don't show it. There we go. 6'1", uh, like the size. Uh, one seventy nine. A little small, but Deshaun Watson was like one one sixty something. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I'm not killing him for that. Uh, Will Fuller, linear route runner, electric long speed. He's got the speed, home run hitter. He's got some size, six one. Uh, yeah, he's got speed. Uh, does he have elite speed? Um, long speed to impact the game as home run hitter and decoy drawing uh, defenders away from other elements. Uh, okay, uh, this guy, he's got six one. Six one and a half with elite speed. I like guys with 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 difference maker intangibles, speed, size. Uh, so him going to the Jets, uh, he's gonna go somewhere. It's gonna be interesting to see where he goes. Uh, if he goes to the Jets, though, uh, I'm not a huge fan of that. Uh, the Jets, Jets kind of stink. But uh, so this guy's got elite speed from Alabama. Six one. I like his size. So. We'll see. I don't know if going to the Jets is going to be helpful, but we'll see what happens. And boom, here we go again. Garrett Wilson um, to, to Washington. Garrett Wilson. Take a look. Garrett Wilson. Uh, he is a. They don't even give him. And, and so who he's like? Like really didn't. No. Okay. Uh, six foot one eighty three. Ohio State. Sub 4-4, four, four. got it like that. Uh, lacking in polish, that's not great. Uh, play strength, running after the catch ability, making it more valuable. He's probably a guy, uh, linear inside-outside receiver. Had some good last couple games. It's going to be uh, where he goes, and this draft has him going to Washington. With, I mean, Washington's already got a receiver. 
And what first year wide receivers, it takes a couple years to get to get ready. Very rarely do you see a Jamar Chase come out. I mean, it happens every couple of years or so. Uh, but do not expect I don't expect any of these guys to do that, but we'll see. Uh, so the Washington Commanders taking Garrett Wilson. We'll see what happens. Uh, Drake London going to the Eagles. The Eagles. Well, Drake London is... Uh, he does have a special... They got him uh, as Ed McCaffrey clone. Uh, got it like this. Got it like this. 6'4", 219. But the funny, the funny thing is, freaking Eagles. Um, they already drafted a big guy. Uh, out of USC, I think, in the first round. Uh, and he's getting moved to tight end. I think Arcega Whiteside, I'm pretty sure I'm accurate on all those uh, things I just put out there. And he's moving to tight end. So maybe to make room for Dr uh, Drake London, I don't know. Uh, he's got the size. I like the size. Um, I'm not a huge fan of... Um, they show his stats. They don't show his stats. Um, it was like 88 for 1,000 and 30-something yards. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that. He should be getting uh, more down the field throws, but uh, they have as, as, uh, he's got the elite size. Um, he could be a little bigger, but 6'4", we'll take 6'4". We'll take 6'4 all day. So uh, him going to the Eagles. They've already got Devontae Smith, but they run the ball. I don't think they're going with a wide receiver here. Uh, the Saints are going to take Crystal Lake. And one other thing. I know. If they take a wide receiver, the next wide receiver taken, draft that guy because that guy's going to be awesome. You watch. And then uh, Crystal Lake going next. Uh, Crystal Lake going to the Saints. And I'm just going to you know, sit here and just wait for this to come up. Who do they got them looking like? They're going to look like Terry McLaurin. Yeah, probably. Sub 4-4. Four, four, four. Uh, Ohio State, six foot 187. Uh, not bad size. Uh, putting on muscle, that's good. And, you know, he went out and did the work. Put on muscle. I mean, these top flight wide receivers, they when they go to... When they go to certain team, when they go to teams that know what they're doing, uh, they, they have a better chance to. I mean, shit. Michael Thomas was a wide receiver out of Ohio State in the second round pick that uh, caught a hundred balls every year. Had to breeze there when he did that, but you know, came out and did that immediately. So um, yeah, if, they, if it goes like this, I'm taking this guy with uh, like my sixth pick. <laughs> uh, Traylon Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Going to the Chargers. Chargers are still looking for another wide receiver, I guess. Uh, Traylon Burks, uh, 4'5'5", 6'2", big guy, big wide receiver. Not huge, but big. He's uh, A.J. Brown comparison. Big, smooth, and natural. You got to like that. Uh, premium size and speed. Uh, I like that. It depends on where he goes. Uh, for a lot of these guys, I'm just going to say, you know, I'm going to be a broken record here. Um, there's rumors of him going to the Eagles. We'll see about that. But um, the Chargers, you got a good quarterback over there. Wide receivers, like I say, take a long time to develop. Uh, Malik Willis going to the Steelers. Uh, I said, like I said in the beginning, uh, there's multiple dra multiple um, mock drafts saying Malik Willis is going to uh, the Steelers. Okay. Uh, six foot, 219. And not big enough. I thought this guy was bigger. But, yeah, I mean, six foot, you're pushing it a little bit. Uh, Jay Cutler and Jalen Hurts, kind of hybrid. Uh, upside quarterback with special parts of his game. No guarantee that he assembled properly into a finished product. Good point. Um, yeah, he's a running quarterback. He run a little bit. Played at Liberty. Didn't go get to play against the top flight guys. So, but I'm not big on the size. If uh, the Steelers get a hold of his chance, he could be okay. He's uh, and he, there's a chance that he sits for a little bit, and comes in later in the season. A la Ben Roethlisberger, he played. Uh, I think he came in game two. 
But we'll see about Malik Willis. A lot of people have him going there. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Jahan Dotson, the, the Packers grabbing some, grabbing a wide receiver. Uh, it's possible. Let's see what Jahan Dotson's got uh, going on here. 5'11", 178. 4'4", uh, 3. Four, four, three. Uh, outstanding one-handed catch. Okay. If you're going to go on one catch, that's got you in the draft. It's bad. Manuel Sanders, he was good. He got good when he got to be with a good quarterback. <laughs> when he went to hang out with uh, uh, Peyton Manning, he was good. And we'll see. If you're going to play with, um, if you're going to play with Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, it's, it's got to be good for you. But it's just, I got a little funny feeling about, about uh, this guy. All these, I don't like rookie wide receivers. I just don't. Sorry. Brees Hall going to Buffalo. Before we get into, we, we got into our running backs. Before we get into our running backs, let's take a quick commercial break. And then we'll come back and we'll get into this, finish up this draft, and get into uh, mock draft two. Mock draft two. Go take a piss. Welcome to my bookie. You're ready to create an account and start making money. And we're here to help. And remember, you can get a bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Now you're ready to bet. Just go to mybookie.ag, visit the sports book, click on your bet, and input the amount you want to risk or win in the bet slip. Yes, it's that easy. Just remember, at MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Seventeen minutes to go, sixteen now. Brees Hall. They, I mean, this guy. They, they were talking about him. He's the, the number one running back coming out. Putting the number one running back along with one of the top offenses in the league that could use another running back. Uh, sounds like uh, sounds good uh, in theory. Uh, let's see what they say about Brees Hall. I mean, he's uh, the, the, all I've been hearing about. Five eleven, two seventeen. Like the size. Sub four four. Um, he led 50, 1,500 yards, 21 touchdowns in 20, um, like seventh in the nation. Uh, looks at Matt Forte, um, has the full package, three downtown, surprisingly soft hands out of the backfield. That's huge. You need a guy in that offense to uh, uh hit the ball, uh, catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, 800 touches over the last three years. That's a lot. Like I say, running backs have, you know, a certain number of touches. Once you go over that, they're done. Um, now, he's still, he's young. The kid's young. Uh, so, I think he'll be okay for a little while. But still, it's a lot of touches. 
Uh, Brees Hall, inside linebacker, defense, quarterback, offensive tackle, and Matt Corral going. Um, at the end of the first round, now you couldn't wait a couple picks <laughs> to take this guy. You pay his quarterback in the first round money. Um, Matt Corral, they like him as a Baker Mayfield type. He's 6'2", 212. Uh, Matt Corral, oh, we didn't, well, yeah, Matt Corral hits three of seven. And the guys they have going, Malik Willis hits five of seven. So, in terms of Bill Parcells, where I always go, in terms of when you're talking about drafting quarterbacks, and you're going to draft a quarterback, his you know, keys to success, if you want to put this as, you know, something to look into that may have a little bit of relevance, you know, that this could help your fantasy team. It could. So, uh, Matt Corral hits three, uh, not a three year starter, not a senior. He did graduate. He didn't start 30 games, didn't win 23. Um, TD, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of picks. Um, over 60%. So, meh. So, Matt Corral, that's how they finish off this first round of the draft. So, uh, you see a lot of guys going, a lot of wide receivers going uh, in the middle. And then early is defense, um, pass rushers and blocking the pass rushers. A couple corners. In the middle, it looks like wide receivers. And towards the end, it goes back into defense. And uh, run, throw a running back in there. Now, let's see what Fox Sports has to say. Um, oh, see, we're starting at the end again. So uh, they got the same deal going on here. Uh, and and it's got yeah, nicer pictures. Uh, offensive tackle. And boom. See, these guys got trades going on. I don't like when they do trades. Just making stuff up. Oh, well, I'd do this. You don't know. But these guys did trade. So they, they think they're going to trade up and get Malik Wills. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They don't think he's going to be there at 20. They think they're going to trade up and get him. Is there a lot of... Uh, uh, enthusiasm for this guy for a six foot, six one, two hundred fifteen pound quarterback from a small college. Uh, I know what they did with Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger was like six six, two forty eight, or something like that, and yeah, you know, he he showed. Where did he play at? He played. I forget what the hell he played, but he played in kind of a small college school. Uh, but he did show that he belonged. This guy played against, he played a couple games against real competition and, and kind of got, yeah, didn't play great. Uh, the Steelers faced a new era with Ben Roethlisberger retiring and Mr. Trubisky being the currently top quarterback on the depth chart. Uh, Kevin Colbert stepping down following drafting won't uh, want to leave without playing the team long for term future. A trade of this magnitude cost Pittsburgh his 2023 first round pick. But the opportunity to match a special talent such as Willis with one of the NFL's best coaches in Tomlin seems well worth it. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So they think they're going to trade up and get this guy. The other guy's having a 20. So a little, a little difference in the thought process there. Um, Eagles going trading up to get a cornerback. That means that guy will stink. And the Jets. Jets going back. And uh, they seem to think that the Jets are going to take a wide receiver on. These guys have Garrett Wilson. We're already talking about Garrett Wilson. Uh, Garrett Wilson is the... Um, he's the guy. Yeah, they don't have anything on him. You know, the game is lacking polish, first thing they say. So I'm not a huge fan of that. But uh, depending on where he goes, you know, he played at a high level, uh, played against high level competition, so... He should be okay if he goes to the right team that, that uh, coached him up. Uh, all we got is quarterbacks, free safeties, defense tackles, linebackers. They, they got the Eagles taking this linebacker. Um, offensive tackles. They got guys trading in and out. This is a crazy fucking mock draft. Seattle. Uh, so yeah, nobody's going. Chris Olave going to the Saints. Uh, we talked about Chris Olay. Let's look at him again. Uh, six foot one eighty seven. They like him. 
uh, has Terry McLaurin, uh, kind of clone, smooth, steady, makes things happen. Very fluid guy. You gotta like that. Uh, going to the Saints would be fine. Uh, I kind of like, I mean, Ohio State does put out some decent, uh, I mean, they put out decent players all across the board, but they have some, some wide receivers that have made noise recently, and you, know, you got to get some of that to the coaching out there. Uh, Michael Thomas, Tyron McLaurin, just to name two. So Chris Olave going to the Saints to hang out Michael Thomas. Could be big. Uh, now back to the offensive linemen, linebackers. Offensive guards, edge rushers, defensive tackles. Boom, Brees Hall going, again, Buffalo Bills taking Brees Hall. They seem to think that's where he's going. They must really like him. I don't see anything in here about, uh, just imagine how much more potent, you know, already explosive Bills offense might be with a true bell cow running back. Uh, as Hall supports Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Hall's a rear back. Well worth the first round pick, and despite what critics suggest, NFL teams seem to continue to select them. At least one running back has been taken in the first round in each of the past seven years. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Uh, I did pull him up. Now let's take a look. Desmond Ritter. Now they have Desmond Ritter going. This is a wacky mock draft. They have Desmond Ritter going to the Tennessee Titans in the first round. Uh, he is another one, like Pickett. Uh, the criteria is designed for quarterbacks like Ritter to be amplified, and the reason. For Parcells' process to make sure guys like Ritter and what he accomplished in college are the types of players he chooses. It's all about narrowing down the options. I see. I see your point. Uh, Three-year starter, yes. Senior, yes. Graduate, yes. Start thirty games, yes. Win twenty-three, yes. TD to interception ratio, eighty-seven to twenty-seven. That's good. I'd like to see less interceptions. Uh, completion percentage over sixty, sixty-one point eight. We'll take it. And he meets all the criteria. Now. Uh, going back, uh, 6 4 2 15. I like the size. I like the size. Is this uh, is Desmond Ritter? 6 3 2 11. They add a little bit. They, the NFL always adds a little bit. He's a little bigger. A little bigger. 6 5, 6 4. Whatever. Um, there are no, no tape measures on the field. Um, they like him as, a, as an Alex Smith clone. Uh, ooh, is that five rushing touchdowns? I saw that. Twelve rushing touchdowns and ten starts for this conference offense player of the year. It's got a little bit of movement in there. I, I kind of like that. Uh, the NFL is moving towards a more mobile quarterback. They don't want their quarterbacks out there getting smashed all day and all night. Uh, be able to get out of the pocket and throw on the run uh, to avoid sacks or get out of the pocket, make plays with your feet. That, um, you know... Pocket passers have to make quick decisions, uh, like Tom Brady. Drop back, boom. Drop back, boom. That's uh, that's how they uh, succeed. Then you know there's still room for him. Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady's won 80, 80 of them. So and they all do it the same. They do it that way. Uh, not to say that you know you see where the NFL's going. So I could see uh, Ritter going. Maybe in the first round, maybe in the second round, I think uh, of the four quarterbacks that we went over uh, so far in these two mock drafts, I think all four were going to go at least in the top two top two rounds. They're quarterbacks, and you need quarterbacks. And you're not going to say, we gave up on a quarterback because we needed uh, some guy, you know, we need a backup, you know, tackle to, to develop. What? What? No, we're not doing that. Um, Drake London from wide receiver, six, say six five to ten. Um, going to the Packers, I, they seem to think so far both mock drafts seem to put the Packers right in line to take a wide receiver. Uh, that's very possible, probably likely, but I can see them going a different way. Uh, you got uh, Aaron Rodgers in there locked up with a zillion dollar contract, so he ain't going nowhere. Uh, but he's going to need somebody to throw to. Um, I'm still, whoever they take in the first round, if they take somebody, whoever they take, I'm still going with Amari Rodgers, Lazard, Sammy Walker. I'll go over all, any of them over the first round pick because they just don't pan out early. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs take an edge rusher, and then they take a quarterback, and then these guys take a quarterback, and then the Lions take Kenny Pickett. 
He goes, the, they seem, well, the Lions seem to be taking, looking for their, their quarterback at the end of the first round. It's very, very possible that's the way this goes. Um, they have Kenny Pickett. I don't know if Kenny Pickett's going to be there, buddy. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know about that Detroit. And then, you know, you, you, you have Jared Goff in there. He teaches the kid. You trade him at the end of the year. The kid gets a year under, under his belt to watch. Comes out next year. Boom. There you go. There you go. You got a brand new quarterback. So, uh, before we get into the last mock draft, let me tell you about the AM Drive. Tune in to the AM Drive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern as they deliver the best in sports talk and pop culture to start your morning. Hosted by Michael Carvelis and Aaron Crouch. And as always, as always, don't forget, don't, don't forget, don't forget about this. Biscotti Gourmet. Biscotti Gourmet owns a new take on an old Italian tradition of salt baked mini biscotti and many delightful flavors. Lemon's my favorite. Go to BiscottiGourmet.com. You'll also see it at the bottom. Uh, and use the promo code TALKMAN, T-A-L-K-M-A-N, for 20% off your order. Any flavors, a wonderful compliment with your coffee in the morning, or it's a guilty pleasure treat. That's totally true. Totally true. Totally. So... Gonna round out this show tonight with the one last mock draft. Uh, looking at, um, we're looking at a lot of wide receivers, from what I can say. A lot of wide receivers. Uh, I don't think it's gonna go the way they say it's gonna go. It never does. But let's see what these guys have. This is the lines. I've never, never used these guys before. They're gonna. This is their uh, draft. I went over this real quick, but let's see what they have to say. Uh, pick eight. Pick, this is no. No, um, April 20th, draft day, this is uh, done Thursday, yesterday. So, I'm not going, I don't know, immediately, I don't know how, how good these guys are. I'm not going, I don't know about a quarterback going third. I don't know about a quarterback going third. I just don't know. I mean, you saw what happened with Detroit. I don't, I don't know if that guy's, eh, whatever. Uh, quarterback, safety, everything. wide receiver, Drake London going. Drake London, they got Drake London going all over the place. Uh, he's the first wide receiver going here. He's the last wide receiver going in the other. They're so all over the place. And I'm not a big fan of USC wide receivers. Just, I, I'm just not. It hasn't been a good one since Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, again, going to um, uh, wide, uh, going to Washington. They seem to the consensus seems to be that wide receivers are going to the Jets and Washington. Back-to-back, -back, pretty much. Uh, they're going to start the run on wide receivers. Uh, if that's possible, maybe you start seeing Jets trade back a little bit. If the wide receiver class is, is, is thick, which it is, kind of. I mean, you see, there's three wide receivers, boom, 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 right down the line, getting taken here. In the other mock drafts, you saw wide receivers getting taken in the middle of the draft. I made a point of saying the middle of the draft was all wide receivers, or at least a lot of them, uh, and that's across the board in all three mock drafts. They go defense, offensive linemen, and then wide receivers when you get to the double digits uh, of the rounds, uh, pick 10 and above. Uh, Jameson Williams, a speed guy, going to Minnesota. Uh, Chris Olave going to New Orleans. Uh, they got Philly going with an offensive guard and a safety. No linebackers. They don't want any linebackers. That's all they say right now is we need a linebacker in Philly. Nah, we ain't taking a linebacker. Did he get taken already? He didn't get taken. Nah, we ain't doing that. Um, they have Desmond Ritter and Malik. Desmond Ritter going first. See, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. That's, that's kind of what's going to make it interesting. Because uh, some of this is bullshit. They know it's bullshit. They're just putting it out there. Oh, look what I've got. Oh, do you know something? Maybe I do. You know shit. Uh, they're just throwing names in there. Uh, Malik Willis going to Pittsburgh again. They, they, I, that's who they seem to have going to Pittsburgh. Malik Willis. Um, offensive guard. Why did you see Traylon Burks going to Green Bay? And George Pickens going to, going to Kansas City. And... Uh, that's how they do the draft. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. Have a good week.